Welcome to Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. I'm here to help you discover and get clear on how you operate as your best self to create more success, more happiness, and more peace in your daily life and business. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep, and I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about something that I've been doing to kind of shift the energy that's been around me um, in a way that I can make room for what's new and what's ahead, creating that space for myself. I wanted to share that with you in a very simple and practical way in today's episode. So I really think that when we're working on this inward journey of perhaps finding more peace in our lives, finding more space, I think that a big component of that is also environmental. So when you're thinking about what's around you, your environment, your home, it can be something that can affect what's happening on the inside and either create more peace or perhaps even deplete you if your environment is very overwhelming. Um, And your environment can be a representation of what's inside. So if you have a lot of clutter going on, then that can be really depleting for you. And so I wanted to kind of shift things into a way where you could think about the energy that would move into more peace and more space in your life and sharing with you what I'm doing. So then it can serve as a starting point on what might change and shift for you in your own environment. And these are simple and practical ways I'm going to share with you that I am kind of taking control of my environment in order to make it more beneficial to me, especially in the season that we're in. Um, As you're listening to this, it is early December. Okay. So number one is that I am adding in more light and more warmth into my direct environment. So that means that I am lighting candles. I am bringing in, we just put up our Christmas tree. So there's Christmas lights. And I also am just bringing in as much natural light as I can because, you know, it's 4.30 p.m. and it's already practically dark. And I want to make sure that it feels very warm in here. We're in Iowa, myself and my family there tends to be this feeling of seasonal depression that is very real. And I'm trying to kind of counteract that a bit. So my oldest daughter has LED lights in her room. I have candle warmers and candle lamps, and I'll get more into that. And then my youngest daughter has these floral. I had bought some floral lights that were from Pottery Barn, and I had them out in the sunroom. And I didn't love the way they they looked. So even though it's not floral season per se, I put them up in an arch over her closet and she's loving it because it brings in this really lovely feeling of there's like flowers and greenery and lights and um, warmth that brings to her room. And so for me, I had shared this over at Cue the Clarity on Instagram, and I felt like a lot of people asked me about this. I had a handful of people ask me about this candle warmer that I've been using, and it's essentially a candle warmer lamp that I realized that I am really bad at leaving candles burning. I love candles. I think that it started in 2020 when I was really lighting candles every single day. And being home and being a homebody, I felt like it added just 
to the ambiance and to the mood that I was in. And so from that, I just got into this habit of in the season, especially as it got into fall, I would light a candle every day, but I've been getting into a bad habit of accidentally leaving my candles on, whether I'm leaving or I go to sleep. So like I accidentally left on a candle overnight. And so from that, I bought these candle warmer lamps from Amazon. I will link them in the show notes. And it creates this really warm light that goes on top of the jarred candle and it gives it a clean burn. So there's no soot or no actual burning. It's just warming it up and then it melts the wax and then the aroma and everything is still there. And so it's been so helpful for me not having to worry about lighting candles and forgetting about them. And it's an adjustable height to it. So you can have any sort of jarred candle underneath it. And then it also is a timer. So that is that candle warmer that I've been adding in light and warmth to my environment right now in order to feel that lift of kind of a dark and cloudy feeling that can happen during the season. I just love that feeling of that warmth and the light and the glow that comes with it. Next is that I am, I have purged what was in the kitchen. So I felt really called to falling back in love with cooking again. I used to cook all the time. Um, and it's been a while since I've been really in love with cooking. It got really stressful for me. So a lot of times I would get like pre-made meals or we would DoorDash or whatever it was. And so in order to fall back in love with cooking again, I decided I was going to purge in the kitchen. So that meant I rearrange all the kitchen appliances. So we have an air fryer and a convection oven, a kind of like a smaller convection oven. I put those onto a different countertop. I cleared all the countertops. I brought in inspiring things. Like I have this cookbook holder that was on my bookshelf and I brought that over. And the book that I have on there is Eat Your Heart Out by Daphne Oz. And she's been somebody I've followed for a very long time. I just have been falling back in love with what I've been cooking. I also have this notepad on the fridge of not, you know how people usually, if they have a notepad on the fridge, it's what they need to buy or what their grocery list is. And that's how I used to do it. But now I actually have a notepad on the fridge and what I write on there is what's in the freezer. And so that way I can know what I have at my fingertips so I don't forget about it because it's like at the bottom of the freezer or I have to keep checking and I keep forgetting about it. And so I will put on that magnetic notepad, which I just got off of Amazon. So I'll link that if you want it to, but it's just these very plain notepads that have a magnetic back to them. And I just focus on dinner. So I don't worry about breakfast or lunch. I only worry about dinner and what I'm going to be cooking and kind of clean along the way. So for breakfast and lunch, I usually will just do the same things. I was doing a lot of bone broth or eating whatever the leftovers were. We always have a bazillion leftovers. And for lunch, I'll just tend to eat the same things. Lately though, because it's been so cold and I've been feeling more prepared, I've been making kind of like this rice soup. If you don't, if you know what kanji is, it's basically a rice chicken soup. And so I've made that and then I freeze them in these silicone containers that are, I mean, they're pretty deep, but I only fill them up pretty shallow because I don't eat a lot at breakfast. And I will pop one out 
put it on the stove and it's like chicken rice soup. And then I'll add some bone broth to it. And my goal is always to get 20 to 25 grams of protein in the morning. And so I will crack an egg into it and eating that for breakfast and sometimes for lunch too. And then I just focus on dinner and I make it feel less stressful and less overwhelmed because I don't put the pressure on myself, but I've been feeling excited to cook again. And so that is number two, I purge my kitchen, which is where I'm putting kind of the focal point of some shift in energy of how I felt towards it in these last few years, I would say. And I want to make a change in how I approach it. And the first thing I had to do was declutter that kitchen. And actually the very first thing I did was I threw away all the expired items in the refrigerator and freezer, as well as the pantry. And I am embarrassed to say I had lots of expired things. I'm going to extend that to number three because I've been actually decluttering items everywhere. And it has drastically changed my shift in making the room feel refreshed for me. And so what I've been doing because it is the Christmas season is that anytime there is a box delivered, whether it be from Amazon or Target, or I got like some stuff delivered from Macy's, anytime there is a box that comes in, I fill up the delivery boxes with things that we're going to donate. Instead of continually to add, 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 to all the stuff that we have in the house, we're kind of transitioning things in and transitioning things out. So it keeps us actually very organized right now. Okay, so that is decluttering and continuing to go through that mode of thinking that approach as the holiday season continues on. And it's like a box in, a box out. Next is I'm actually layering in layering in greenery that I will not be overwhelmed by. And the important part of that is that I will not be overwhelmed by because I have a black thumb. I It was really very difficult for me to keep my plants alive, but I really enjoy plants. And so right now it's getting very, very cold in my sunroom. And my sunroom has you know, it's insulated and everything, but doesn't have heating or cooling. And so during the winter time, we have a fireplace, like a, a portable fireplace. And then in the summertime, there's a portable air conditioner. And so right now, as it's getting cold, I actually educated myself and looked up, how do you keep plants warm during the winter time? And it told me about how to keep the the roots warm in that you are you're wrapping you're wrapping the pots in either cloth or burlap or insulation it's so that you could use bubble wrap even and so my daughter and I created what we called plant fashion it was so much fun we did this over this past weekend and we took her some of the fabric was from her old clothes that were not nice enough to hand down. And so we wrapped all of the the potted plants. There was like probably like 10 of them, wrapped all those in the bubble wrap. And then we created plant fashion for them where we cut up the fabric of her old clothes and then we hot glued them together since I actually don't know how to sew very well at all. I can hand sew, but not a sewing machine. And so we kind of Frankenstein together plant fashion and she was really into it. 
and it was really cute and they actually turned out so well. So the plants are out there and they're thriving still. And so we have been layering in that greenery in a way that hasn't felt overwhelming. And I think that greenery has so many benefits in that it calms you. It actually circulates the air if we want to get really scientific, but it also psychologically will make you feel more at peace. And I think that in your environment, as long as you're not overwhelmed by trying to keep plants alive, that you have no idea what you're doing. For me, it was like a year long process. And I'm proud to say that I have now 10 plants that are alive and knowing that there can be a shift, even just by seeing the greenery that is around you. Okay. And also it does not have to be real plants. So if you are allergic to plants, just start with fake plants. I actually do have fake plants. It's kind of a hybrid situation going on over here. I mean, they're low maintenance. They're easy to take care of. They look great. And then I don't have to worry about them. So I think that for anybody, don't feel guilty in trying to only go for plants that are alive full permission to have artificial or faux plants around you and reaping the rewards of seeing those and knowing that those are giving you the benefit of creating a calm environment around you that your brain is taking in whether or not they're real or not. Okay. And then also I do want to remind you to all get outside too. I know that it's been really gloomy out and it's been so cold And I've been like bundling myself up in like this full body coat that I got from Amazon. It's actually been one of my favorite purchases. And then I have my infinity scarf thing kind of over my face as I walk out there and everything's kind of like dead and dying right now. And the plants are still continuing to release their dead leaves. And I just think about when I see those leaves falling, how that represents a release, a release as we go into this season of hibernating and nurturing ourselves. And as the winter comes and it is, it's even, even the trees need rest and replenishment. And then the release of their leaves signifies a release for all of us. And then it will open up space and um, a shift in energy for what's to come for you in the spring. Okay. Next thing that I'm doing in order to shift my environment is I'm actually wearing more color this season. And I know that just sounds like something so silly and simple, but it's very practical. I mentioned this in my Insta stories when I had done this TikTok apps or filters or whatever they're called. And it showed me my color color scheme and that I should be wearing clothes that have a warm undertone to them and that are actually bright. And that I should stay away from all black and all white and things that have a cool undertone. Now, who knows if this thing is accurate or not, but um, when I started wearing more warm reds and warm browns and warm undertones, I actually felt like they do look better on my skin tone because I was getting into this mode of wearing black on black just because I don't know the fall. I also do think that I was in this transition of kind of grieving my old life and feeling like a whole mood about it. And wearing black on black feels very comfortable to me. And I have a ton of clothes that are black on black. 
And so now I've been really intentional, intentional about as I start to shift and change the energy that is in my life, I am wearing more color this season. I just wore a yellow turtleneck the other day. And today I'm wearing kind of a reddish warm red that has a bit of like warm brown to it. And so I also have been wearing more color on my lipstick. And this is something that I never did in the past. But now when I catch myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh, it kind of like adds to a warmth and color that I'm subliminally sending to myself. And so I've been liking these one matte lipsticks that are called Morph, M-O-R-P-H-E, M-O-R-P-H-E, Morphe. I don't know. And I just get them from Target. I have three of the colors. And one is like a warmer red. One of them is a pink or maybe even with a violet tinge to it. And then another that is more like mauve slash pink and it's called a buildable matte lipstick. So I feel like it's been kind of changing my mood a bit. And also most days I'm in joggers or leggings. So athleisure. I did think that for a little bit, I was going to set the intention of trying to be a jeans girl because over this last year, I don't know if you all have noticed, I set the intention of being a dress girl and I would wear dresses all the time because I had so many dresses and I basically set up my closet where in the spring, summer and fall time, I had all of my dresses out and I would just wear a dress all the time. So I thought I'm going to do the same thing and I'm going to be a jeans girl. And I even bought like a belt. I mean, (laughs) that's how serious I was. I even bought a belt. And then as I started to realize, I, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm just not a jeans girl. And so I'm back in my joggers and leggings, my athleisure, but since it's been really cold out and I've been trying to add more color to what I already have, all of my leggings are pretty much black or dark burgundy. They're all of a dark tone. And so I've been adding leg warmers and you know what? I think that somebody should come out with a leg warmer company for women bring back the 80s of leg warmers in a more trendy and modern way. Like maybe it's pops of color. Maybe it is more minimalist, but I think that that would be a great business idea. Anyways, I have been wearing these leg warmers that I do have and they're more Southwesty looking, but it's brought in color and it's been fun. And sometimes I'm going out and sometimes I'm not. And since I wear boots, it's kind of like they go inside the boot anyways. Um, so I think that that's just a fun way of just adding to what you already have by wearing, you know, more color this season, whether it is colorful tops or colorful leg warmers or changing up your lipstick. It's really for you to see yourself in more color this season. And I I really do feel like it's boosted my mood. Okay. And then around me, I'm layering in more color just into my environment. So when I was talking to you about those magnetic notebooks that I have on the refrigerator, if you go to the link in my Amazon, you'll see that they're actually really bright colored. And I've been trying to add more brightness and more color into my life just from little things like that, things I look at often. And so since I'm looking at that multiple times a day, and so same with the giant calendars, if you listen to last week's podcast episode, I talked to you about planning for 2024, whether it be 
annual planning or refreshing or reconfiguring what your year ahead looks like. And so with those giant calendars, which I've had a bunch of people asking on Instagram. So if you go to at Cue the Clarity, you'll see that I actually showed you a reel of them. I'm actually going to send out an email and put in the show notes how you can get those for free. I was just going to hang on to them because I have big plans in my mind of what I was going to do in the future. But now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to give it to you for free. So click on the link in the show notes and you can get those giant calendars. And the way that I have brought more color into those is with sticky notes, as well as these round, colorful, transparent sticky notes that I get from Amazon and I will link those as well. And it's just a fun way to incorporate that into planning and building that color in there. Okay. Next and last is that I am quote unquote cleaning the air and I'm doing it kind of in a intentional way, like creating a ritual around it. And I think this comes from when Lunar New Year comes around, we will ceremoniously burn incense and burn like fake money or fake gold, like gold paper to send to our ancestors. And it's just this beautiful ceremony, blessing ceremony as we go into the new year. And so the new year is usually around like February-ish and a January, early February. And so it's, you know, it changes all the time, but that's where I really got it from. And I think that intention is really, really important, whether or not you practice a new year ceremony or that you are more woo. Um, I don't know if there's a good way to say it, but I'm just going to say it as woo. Like my youngest sister who will sage a room. I think that you can do it however you want to, but I think that the part behind it is the intention of, uh, behind it. And I think that if you want to, you can even do this with a oil diffuser, like a diffuser that you put some eucalyptus oil in and your house will smell like a spa. That in itself can shift the energy of the air that you're bringing in. It doesn't seem like the American culture has the same sort of thing. As we go into December, into January, there's the intention that I think that of clearing the energy or the air of this beautiful ceremony of your own, whatever that looks like for you, if it's an oil diffuser, if it's burning sage, if it's burning incense, if it's writing on a piece of paper and intentionally thinking about the air and shifting the energy that is that can be feel palpable, right? It can feel like you are tangibly doing something in order to release the energy that no longer serves you and bring in energy and space and room for what is meant for you. So I'm going to do a quick run through of the things that I went through because I know I went kind of in depth in this entire episode that I thought was going to be short and sweet, but ended up being a little bit more conversational between the two of us. Okay. One is that I have added light and warmth in order to shift the energy. Second, I have purged in the kitchen. And that is because the energy that I want to move through my own body and my own home is I want to fall back in love with cooking again. And I want to be in an, in, in inspired space to do that. 
Third, I decluttered items everywhere. So decluttered in the seasonal approach with continuing to fill delivery boxes that come in with things that I'm going to donate or hand down outside of the house. So it's like the in and then the out decluttering. Fourth, I am layering in greenery in a way that does not feel overwhelming to myself, as well as still getting outside, even though I'm layering in greenery to kind of feel more at peace and more calm in my environment. Fifth, I am wearing more color this season, shifting the energy with psychologically bringing in more color into my life and intentionally bringing in a mood boost into your consciousness. And then last but not least, I am clearing the air with an intentional ceremony or ritual of sorts of bringing in a energetic shift and making space for what's ahead of you. And so those are the easiest ways that I have found that when I change my environment, it will change and affect what is happening inside. I know that probably the easiest way that we all have thought to change our environment is to change where we go. Like you go to the library to work, you go to the coffee shop, or you go on vacation, you go travel. But what I really wanted to do in this podcast episode specifically was for you to change where you are 80% of the time. That's where you sleep. That's where you eat. That's where you are exposed to all these things that you're visually seeing. That is where you are representing what's inside of you with what's outside of you. And you are decluttering, you're making it your own, you're reclaiming the energy of what you're going to bring in to your space that is for you. And so I hope that helps. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. These next two episodes are going to be a bit more conversational next week. And let me know if this is the case for you. I would love to know in the DM or in Um, the reviews that you all have been leaving for me. I've felt so honored. And let me know if you like the more conversational version of these podcast episodes, because next week I actually am going to record for you my favorite things for business, for self-development, for wellness, for hair care, for beauty and skincare. It's things that I don't normally talk about. And I'm a little bit unsure about it because Most times when I'm talking about me, my intention is so that it gives you a starting point and how you could change and shift that for yourself. So I'm just trying to use more examples and more stories of how I'm using these things in my life. And so it's not my intention to make it about me, um, but more so I just want you to use it in a very easy starting point. And that way it's like kind of like kicking down the obstacle with you, if that makes sense. So let me know if you want to hear that favorite tools and favorite things list. And if there's other things you want to hear from me, let me know. I would love to know that. Okay. I'm at Q the Clarity on Instagram. And thanks everybody for tuning in. I will see you next week.